As always, it is my pleasure that you join me for today's podcast of Second Chance Coaching. My name is Dr. Richard Lewis. If you'd be so kind as to leave me a rating and your feedback, I would very much appreciate it, and it will help others like you to optimally discover this podcast wherever you listen to this and your other favorite podcast. As you know, at Second Chance Coaching, we focus on seeing everyday life through the eyes of the returning citizen and highlighting the resiliency of the human spirit. I would love to work with you one-on-one, whether you're a returning citizen or coaching client seeking your second chance, or you're a representative of a business, college, or university seeking to integrate and support returning citizens in your respective organizational and learning environments. Please feel free to contact me via email at richard at secondchancecoaching.com or via Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. Welcome back to Second Chance Coaching. Welcome back to Season 3 of the Second Chance Coaching Podcast. I have missed you guys. It has been a great summer, a very interesting and blessed summer for me, and I hope it's been an interesting and blessed summer for you and yours as well. I want to take the time to welcome all of our returning listeners, our Second Chance family. I want to welcome our new listeners to our Second Chance family, and certainly our new international listeners, especially from the countries of Malaysia, Belgium, Jamaica, and Mauritania. Those are new countries that have joined the Second Chance family and started listening, and we want you to stay with us, and we're glad that you're with us, and we're going to continue to make this journey special for you, with you, and and we will, we're loving the fact that you're with us. When we uh, concluded Season 2, we, we talked about summer projects, and we've, we reflected a little bit on the summer of 2001, and, and if you remember, that was really my summer of rebuilding when I first came home. And I was looking towards the summer of 2021, so it was like 20 years later, and I looked at it as the summer of second chances. And looking at the summer of second chances, there were about nine ambitious summer projects that I was looking to complete that I shared with you guys in the season finale. And, and let's go through them so I could share with you as far as the progress that I made and think about some of the progress that you made over the summer as well. The first was establishing a more regular workout routine by lifting weights and certainly um, continuing the 10,000 steps a day. I definitely accomplished that, and I'm still making it happen. But in addition, I drastically reduced my eating out. My eating out, it was embarrassing when I was looking at how much money I was spending eating out. Um, Not only did cutting out the eating out help my wallet, it certainly helped in my overall nutrition and health. Because as you know, um, eating at home is certainly much better for you from a nutrition standpoint. And certainly, like I said, from from an economic standpoint. Secondly, was drinking a gallon of water a day. Now, I've been able to do that on most days, (laughs) not every day. So that's still in progress, but doing much better in that department than I had before. Third was the continuing to build family bonds. I was able to see my daughter, my niece, and my sister multiple times over the summer, as well as close childhood friends, two of my godchildren, and I even returned to the city of Atlanta for the first time in 18 years, and I saw dear friends there as well. The spending of all that quality time with those folks was most definitely just so good for the soul, and it was an overflowing blessing. So I'm looking forward to doing that 
more and more in the future. Fourth, I got to get through, I got through two books over the summer. I was reading, I had a bunch of books I wanted to read. I got through two of them over the summer. It was an, and it was so enriching to read for fun, especially after so many years reading for school or work. To just read for fun was most definitely, definitely a change of pace. It was great. <laughs> Fifth, I successfully taught two courses over the summer, one via remote learning, you know, via Zoom in a, in a synchronous environment, and one fully online in an asynchronous environment. And I also think there are more teaching opportunities on the horizon, and I'm so excited for that. Sixth, I've continued to work in the consulting and coaching space by continuing to coach students with their dissertations in progress, as well as projects pushing state legislation across the country that revolves around reentry and criminal justice reform. So that's that's going pretty well. Seventh, I completed the 2019-20 academic, uh, academic year training for the Title IX investigator training. That's the supplemental position I have right now. So I was able to complete that, and I look forward to continue to be of service to the institution in that regard. And eighth was my writing project. Now, I have to come clean with you guys. Uh, for my writing project, I did not make any progress at all, despite the best of my intentions. I think that with everything going on um, through the year, I was a little burnt out with so much I had juggling, and I just did not get into the mindset of intentional writing. I mean, I first I had deadlines that I put on onto myself and then I didn't have deadlines and then I just didn't really get into the groove. But certainly that's something I'm going to get into and make sure that I get that writing on board. You know, I'm, I'm definitely making the commitment, putting it on the vision board. I want to time frame the writing process, not so much as far as saying that it has to be done at a certain time, but just really making sure that I dedicate the time to getting that writing done and just monitoring the progress that I make through the commitment on the vision board. The last project that I was working on was, of course, what we're doing now, season three of Second Chance Coaching. In this upcoming third season, we're looking to have about 15 to 20 episodes and looking to highlight second chance topics, stories of hope and possibilities, leadership and organizational culture. Certainly, these are topics in which I'll share with you guys, and, and I'm looking forward to having more guests, more dynamic guests like we had in season two. And certainly if any season two guests want to come back, uh, we definitely welcome them to come back and update us and tell us how they're doing and what they're up to. Now, for today's episode, I'm excited to share with you my second chance. Now, when it comes to my second chance, with the assistance of my attorney in New York, I am so happy to announce that I was successfully able to have my conviction sealed. And that decision came down over the summertime. Now, some of you may ask, what does sealing one's record mean? Now, for the sealing of my record, it means that now I could legally not disclose my conviction as it will not appear on background checks when it comes to employment or housing, education, or really any circumstance outside of applying for a law enforcement job or applying for a firearms license. Um, nothing against law enforcement. <laughs> I don't plan to be a law enforcement officer, and I don't like guns, so I won't be applying for a firearms license. The sealing of my record, it's just an absolute game changer for me. For 21 years, I lived with the reality of needing to explain my past, whether it was applying for a job or applying for a place to live or to go to school. And it was always my hope that the decision maker on the other side of that desk 
would see the determined person that I am and not look on paper at the miscarriage of justice that I had to carry with me at all times. And really, during those processes, I just needed to obtain that one chance, that second chance to fulfill my goals, objectives, and my dreams. And for 21 years, whenever I tried to get into that next step or to do something different, I always had that in the back of my mind. Are they going to stop me? Or is something going to, is this going to get in the way? But it didn't, it didn't stop me from applying. It didn't stop me from pursuing opportunities. But now that this is done, it's certainly such a game changer. Now, when the news came down, I, I was so excited. I shared the news with dear friends and family, and it was just happiness all around. And at that moment, I thought about my mom. My mom. Okay. I, pardon me for getting a little emotional. My, my mom, was, she was my biggest cheerleader. And she was unmoved in her support of me. When that happened and I got that news, I felt like, you know what? She deserved to share in this moment with me. I would have loved to see her reaction. I would have loved to see her shout and be so happy and give a hug and know that, you know what? Now you have something else to do. And I, and I could hear her saying that. So at this point, I definitely say to my mother, you know, mom, we, we did it. We did it. We did it. And knowing my mom, she would say that you have this blessing. Don't, don't stop fighting for other people who needs that blessing as well. So we won't stop fighting for everyone's second chance, mom. We won't do that. We're going to keep fighting. My record is sealed, but my lived experience is not sealed. This podcast is not sealed. My writing projects will not be sealed. And my voice in our movement will not be sealed. Not at all. I'm excited for this new lease on life and opportunities in front of me. But the fight for freedom and restoration continues. My conviction was sealed based on New York State Criminal Procedure Law 160.59, which has been in effect since October 7th, 2017. The law indicates that one must wait 10 years past their conviction date to petition for a sealing, which would make one's record inaccessible to the public through routine background checks. The law as written still excludes far too many people from eligibility and is really, really underutilized. I was not even aware of this law myself, not until I started consulting and coaching and advocating in the criminal justice reentry space. And since New York State, uh, CPL 160.59 passed in 2017, only 32 individuals in that first year had their records sealed. Now, in fairness, in that first year, it was only October to December since the law passed in October. But then in 2018, many more people had their, had their records sealed, 783 to be exact. And in 2019, it had its highest total to date which was 1,175 people had their records sealed. And then in, two, and in the year 2020, in the first year of COVID, the number dropped to 500 individuals getting their records sealed. So since the law's inception in 2017 to 2020, only 2,498 individuals have been able to benefit from this law. 
New York State still has the longest and most rigid waiting period of any state that expunges or seals criminal justice records. But in addition, even if one applies for sealing, it's still not a slam dunk. Because once you put in your petition, the district attorney's office that prosecuted you has 45 days to oppose your application or decide they won't oppose your application. Luckily for me, the district attorney's office that that, that handled my case did not oppose my application, but they certainly waited the 45 days and beyond to make that position aware to the court, and the court gave them that leeway. But you know what? As my lawyer said, there's nothing you could do about it. We had to go with the flow. Now, the lead DA in my case, I found out, is now a judge in Brooklyn. I almost laughed when I saw online that... that um, that DA was 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 named the honorable, as you would name any judge. But in my case, I didn't find anything honorable about her in the prosecution and the prosecution of my case. But you know what? That's in the past. I'm, I just let that go. The petition is then brought to the judge who sentenced you. So in my case, the judge who sentenced me retired in 2010. And then this was assigned to a different judge. And then, and then that, and then the ceiling took place. So it was, it was definitely no problem after that. I had a great lawyer for my ceiling. He was a passionate advocate for second chances, and I'm very grateful to him because he fought for me every step of the way, and he definitely made sure that it happened. And he put together a great petition and certainly presented it well. And and I was able to be where I am now, explaining to you that my second chance is, is definitely in effect. Now, while my second chance has given me a new lease on life. It's also reignited my fire to continue to fight and advocate for second chances for everyone. Second chances for you. Second chances for your loved ones. So you could get a fair shot at employment, at housing, at education, at credit, at licensing, to eliminate disenfranchisement and even becoming a citizen of these United States of America. We see this all the time. Now, immigration is becoming a hot topic. I saw a lot of my Haitian brothers and sisters at the border in the last month trying to legally petition for asylum and they're looking for their second chance. We talked a lot, we talked, but going back to the criminal convictions, we talked a lot last season about the clean slate laws in New York State that are proposed right now. It's still in assembly and it still hasn't been passed, but I continue to remain part of the movement and coalition for this law to be passed and to expand second chances for more and eventually for everybody. Like I, like I said before, what mom said, she always stressed that when you are blessed, it is your job to be a blessing for others. And I'll humbly continue to walk with you to optimize your second chance reentry journey one day at a time, one step at a time. We will make it happen. And certainly we will do this together. Whether we work in the movement together or you come on the podcast and highlight what you're doing on your side of the world, let's be that difference. Let's be that blessing. Let's do that together. So I'm so happy that we are starting off season three, starting off season three with a new lease on life, with second chances, with with excitement for me and excitement for you. And let's and we're going to do this and make it happen together. So once again, if you want to work together one on one, you're that returning citizen, that coaching client, or you're a representative of a business or college or university, and you want to work together, please feel free to contact me via email at richard at secondchancecoaching.com or reach out to me via Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. Remember, as I always said, you've been blessed to see another day 
that means you've been blessed to see your second chance. So it's up to you to make the best of it. Once again, I love you all. I'm so happy to be back. Take care, and I look forward to seeing you next time.